on time. I don't have a drink. Tell me when I'm live. Hey, this is real estate guru. This is your real estate guru, and this is Real Estate Daily. And we have a great topic today because we are headed to spring. And the topic is, should I paint my home? This is what people ask all the time, is should I paint my home? You know, you go and you talk to talk to the owner and you're going to list their house. You're, get, you're developing that relationship with them. And the question is, should I paint the home to add value? Well, we're going to talk about those things. Does it actually add value to the home in the way that they think it's going to add value? There's different kinds of value. We're going to get into it. By the way, welcome to Real Estate Daily. I hope you're sipping coffee with me this morning. And I hope you are on fire building your career as I am on fire to build your career. Okay, let's get going with the topic of painting your house. And the topic is why paint? Is, is there actually a good reason to paint the house? You know, when you start talking to the owner, of course, everyone thinks I'm going to paint the house and it's going to sell so much better. You need to dig into the motives of why to paint the house. What is their motive of the of painting? Do they know what problems are they hiding something behind them? You know, paint can hide a lot of things. Paint can hide problems, paint can hide issues, and there's good reasons to paint. And a lot of those good reasons, by the way, are to make the homeowner feel better, that they're actually involved in feeling better about their house. They've been planning to paint their house for probably 10 years, and they're finally down getting to it. At the moment they're going to sell their house, they say, oh, why didn't I paint the house so much earlier? I don't know why, but now I'm going to paint it. Now, if they're going to professionally paint the house, that can be very expensive. So the why brings in a lot of things. But let's change over out of the why and put another layer into this as we are advising our clients on the question of should I paint my house? We have to unravel this. And part of the unraveling comes down to value versus desirability. Value, now I'm talking dollars. Actual value. When I say value, I'm talking dollars because there's different kinds of value. The type of value I'm talking right now is dollars. Because everybody thinks, I'm going to paint my house, I'm going to get another $50,000 for my house. Isn't that the typical thing that people think when they say, I'm going to paint my house, and therefore I'm going to get a bunch more money for the house? Yeah, and then there's the concept of value based on desirability. So there's value dollars, and then there's value desirability. So let's peel these things apart because you need to advise your client on what these things look like value or desirability so value this is when you're actually increasing the value of your home think about what actually brings more dollars into the home you know the typical thing i think the thing i hear the most of is not paint it's actually roof well, I don't want to put a roof on, but if I put a roof on, I'm going to want another $30,000 for the house. And we all know as professionals, that's not true. 
it, a house is expected to come with the basic stuff, like a good roof. Now, that roof doesn't have to be good for 20 years. Just like the paint job doesn't have to be good for 20 years. But it needs to have a roof that is reasonable for the house, usually five years certified if it gets down to, to the nitty-gritty with, with the lender. So you might have to prove that it's got a five-year cert on it. And Well, a lot of roofers don't like to get, get that close on it, but we have gotten some to, to get five-year certs on roofs. So there are basic functions when it comes to a house. And paint, the exterior paint particularly. Now, we're talking interior today and exterior. So let's move over to the exterior side. Exterior paint needs to have some basics. It needs to be functional to withstand the basic weather. But does putting a paint job on increase the dollar value or does it increase desirability? Usually, it increases desirability because it's prettier. It does, The house, just think about it for a second. It doesn't function better. It's not actually worth a bunch more money. Contrast that with putting in a new bathroom and extending the footprint of the home with a new bathroom that extends the footprint of the home and gives another bathroom that usually brings in more dollars for a house. If it's a two bedroom and you're moving to a three bedroom and you're extending the footprint of the home, once again, you're probably bringing up the home in dollars, actual dollars. You're putting new paint on an existing structure to bring it up to standards of what people would expect a paint job to withstand, which is the weather and look good to all of, all of our neighbors and people that come by. Well, that's probably not going to increase the actual dollars. However, a bad paint job, peeling, board showing, we're gonna get more into this later, board showing, things like this, can certainly be a problem when it comes to selling the home because people are gonna say, well, that's so bad, I, I, I need you to come down $10,000, or you know, whatever dollars it's gonna be. I need you to come down in price. So value versus desirability, a big, big problem. So when it comes to thinking about, you know, you're advising your client and how do you advise your client on the home itself? First, you have to look at the condition of the home. Now I'm talking about all over the place, the condition of the, this is what we do as professionals. We advise our clients professionally. You're the one that knows the market. You're the one looking at hundreds of homes a year. You need to go in and advise them. Why would you want this mansion looking home, this paint for a mansion on the outside when the inside is a travesty? It doesn't match. Before we get further into this, take a minute and like the video. It means so much to me that you can take a minute, like the video, also, today, today is our members only event. You have to be a subscriber to the channel to open up the members only event. And you're going to love where we're going with members only event today. You, If you're building your business, 
You will not want to miss the members-only event today as we take apart customer relationship management software, CRMs. It is critical that you understand the different pieces of CRMs and what's out there. And we're, get, we're going to uncover that, that beast right after this show in the members-only events. Okay, back over to condition. Condition of a home. What condition is it actually in? Does it need a paint job in comparison to everything else? The home needs to be in agreement. You don't want one area that is a shining star of the home when everything else is nearly falling down or in poor repair. Because that one area isn't going to raise the price of the home. While lots of homeowners will say, well, I put $20,000 into remodeling this deck. While the home itself is in horrible condition. Maybe you shouldn't have put the $20,000 into remodeling in the deck. You know, we have to be honest with the people we are advising or we will have no integrity of ourselves. We have to be honest about that. If we're not honest in, in advising our client, how can they trust us? Only through integrity, only through honesty and the building of integrity will we build the trust factor that you will critically need in the negotiation pieces of this home. That's critical. Now, converse to this. If the inside of the home is spectacular, maybe it needs a paint job. Notice how the answer for this, like lots of things, is it's that classic, it depends. Well, it does depend. It actually depends on a lot of factors. You have to peel the onion apart, and it's not easy to do. But guess what? Nobody said that being a realtor was going to be easy. It's a tough job. It's not a tough job like going out and shoveling. It's not that. It's a mental tough job. You're in the trenches. You're in the mental trenches with people. You step in and they, this is their home. Their home, you know, is their castle. And how do you, how do you change somebody from thinking this castle that I'm in is worth X when it's actually worth Y? You know, they think it's worth 500,000. It's actually worth 400,000. How do you approach it? Well, that is a tough thing to do. That's why you're the professional. By the way, I hope you're having a great time this morning uh, on the show as we hit topics to grow your business. This is what we do. I, my goal in life is growing your business. I want your business to be the best it can ever be. I want to grow your business, but you have to understand, and I know that you do, I have, I absolutely believe in you. You have to understand how to advise your client. And part of that advising your client is bringing some really hard news to them about the con actual condition of their home. How many of you, pl please put it in the comments. How many of you walk through a house and the homeowner's busy bragging on their, on their house? You know, they're doing that standard bragging thing on how they're, they're, 
so proud of this and that and the other thing. And they're pointing to things and they're proud of this. And you're walking through the house and you're saying, this place is a train wreck. I thought the place was going to be worth, you know, $400,000. And they're going to take a beating in the market when people walk in here and realize there's holes in the floor and holes in the wall and, and bad paint everywhere. And they thought they had this mansion of a place and they were going to get prime dollars for it. Well, here's where your integrity and credibility comes in and the building of trust. But this is hard. But as I said, real estate is a hard job because people's future, it's such a large asset in our lives. People's feelings and plans of the future get tied exactly to it. Okay. Moving again to the outside of the home. I want to talk about curb appeal. I have whole videos, by the way, on curb appeal. Curb appeal is so incredibly important. You've got to pay attention to the curb appeal and what is happening with curb appeal. It also, by the way, remember that condition piece where we have to have the home in agreement with each other. So you get people into the house. Well, if once they get into the house, it doesn't agree with the outside of the house, they're going to be turned off right away. And this is where you have to advise your client about the agreement process, the mental agreement process that when somebody sees something, they have expectations of what it is on the inside, but they're never coming in. Let's be clear. They're never coming into the house if you can't get past curb appeal. Or if they do, and the curb appeal is horrible, they're also expecting a parade of horribles on the inside. There's no sense in having the inside the mansion because you're going to drag people in thinking that they're coming into a complete fixer-upper. Okay, curb appeal, clean up the outside of the house. That, that very well may include painting the house. Should you paint? It depends on does it agree with the rest of the house. Now, this is tough because we, we're going to get over into an area off of curb appeal. Because curb appeal is so incredibly important. But it is a quick mirroring of the inspection process. So there's inspection and there is appraisal. The bank's inspection is called appraisal. I know you all know this. You're professionals in the industry. The individual buyer's process is called an inspection. This all impacts the curb appeal aspect. So you want something to look like it looks throughout. The, everything needs to be in agreement. And the curb appeal, if the house is peeling, that's going to impact the inspection. If it's majorly peeling, it's going to impact the appraisal of the home. And in fact, the appraisal, remember that's just the bank's inspector, they may say, you can't have bare wood showing. You can't have bare wood showing. You need to bring a painter in and fix it. And often at that point, the homeowner can't do it themselves. It's going to be a repair addendum. And suddenly you're caught your homeowner is caught in having to hire now a professional painter to fix the problem because you can't have a bare wood showing. 
The appraiser will call it out. The inspector for the buyer will call it out because these are potential rot problems. This is where moisture gets in. This is what the paint does for the house. It protects the house from the weather coming in ultimately. And of course, it creates curb appeal because we can make our houses look so pretty. I love that. I love the fact that we can make our houses look pretty. It's that appealing aspect of what's going on. So let's talk about color. Color is so difficult. Now, this is going to be funny coming from, you know, your real estate guru that is mostly blind. You remember the 21,000 vision. So I don't have a whole lot, whole lot of eyesight. However, I used to, and I certainly understand the color aspect and how powerful that is. You probably don't want to be cher the cherry red house on the street. You certainly will get attention, but probably not the attention that you want to get. Neutral colors, natural tones, earth tones is probably what you want on the out. If you're going to repaint the house and your favorite color of all time is bismol pink. You might want to think about that for the next house that you're buying since you're selling this one and the pink color isn't so attractive, by the way, to most people. That's not a big attraction for most people that are buying a home. You get that bismol pink, come on. That's not the big attractant that's out there. You want to choose some earth tones, some subtle tones that blend. And then on the inside of the house, so let's move our, our color choices and painting thoughts now to the inside of the house. We've been dealing a lot with the outside, the exterior. Although the inspection also happens on the inside of the house, it, the appraisal also happens on the inside of the house, all these things move inward. So as well as clients. So clients, when they're coming through the house, there, it's not so attractive to have a black bedroom. In fact, it raises people's awareness of there's something odd happening here when there's odd paint schemes going on. You need to advise your client. Hey, I see that you love having black in the bedrooms. That's terrific. Or you love having you know dark brown or, or fruit stripe maybe. <laughs> Whatever it is that isn't the typical, um, maybe off-white colors or oyster or bright yellows, things that brighten a room up, you might want to advise them that they need to primer the home inside on those walls that have that and repaint it to a more neutral color. Now, let's not get crazy. You can have an accent wall, and I have seen some beautiful dark colored accent walls in homes. Absolutely stunningly done. And that fit, and I would have never advised them to move on from the accent wall. It just simply doesn't make sense to move on from a beautifully done accent wall. Recently, I seen an accent wall done with a sponge. My wife was really actually explaining it to me. 
as we went through our home, and it was this sponge work on a wall, and she loved it. And it was a darker tone. I think, I think she said it was purple, something like that. And that was fine. It was so well done. But the whole room wasn't that one thing. And the ceiling was something wasn't done that way. It was different. And it was an accent. It actually became an asset to the home. Absolutely wonderful. Okay, let's move, move on to does color actually in the home add value? So I'm pulling back. We started off with this value versus desirability thing. And I want to pull this together now. So we does value, does color in the home add additional value? Well, what it really does at the end of the day is it adds desirability. And desirability is someone who says, I want that house. No, I'm not going to pay more for it. But of the several houses on the market, of course, I know I know we're in a seller's market right now. And it's crazy that way that there's not many homes on the market. But of the few choices they have, they you want them to choose your clients. Of course, a bidding war is for your client. It's even better, right? I mean... For, for your client, a bidding war is even better what you want. However, if you can't get a bidding war, you certainly want people to desire the home. So that's the one that they're choosing above another home. We have a lot of people these days. They're busy just like you are. You're a busy professional in real estate. You're a busy professional. I get that. And they're busy at their jobs. And they want a turnkey. They, when the people say they want a, a DIY project in the home, you know, the do-it-yourself project, they, it, we get clients coming in now using the terminology of DIY. And what do they really mean by DIY? Well, they might mean that they're going to paint a wall. They probably don't mean they're going to paint the whole house because the house is a travesty. Bad paint schemes throughout a house will lower the price. Good paint schemes will keep it to the point where it should already be. Great paint schemes still are not going to raise the price of a home. They're going to create desire that people want your home more than another one, or at least they won't take it off the list. That's huge. That's huge when you think about trying to sell a home, even in a seller's market. I know. Put in your comments, what, what do you advise people on paint on the inside of the home? Would you typically advise them for neutral colors? Would you advise them for accent walls? Do you advise them to, to give a credit to the buyer because of poor paint on the inside? Do you pre-plan for that kind of thing? What do you do? Love to hear from me in the comments about paint on the inside of the house, as well as paint on the outside of the house. If the paint is peeling, that's an easier one. That's an easier choice because generally this will be called out by the inspector and it can be called out by the appraiser. So it often peeling paint has to be fixed because that's going to rot the house. But then before you get to peeling paint, you can just have an aged paint job. What do you advise? 
What do you tell your client to do with an aging paint job? It's not peeling yet. What I've told you, I advise people on natural earth tones. What color schemes do you advise people to go for? I think earth tones is where we're at in, the, in current society today. Okay. My goal is to build your business every day. Every day is to build your business in the year 22 bigger than what it ever has been before. We have programs. We have coaching programs. We have a course called Kickstarter that you can be going through. And you can build your business in 22. We are looking at another year that is on steroids. I mean, it, we're coming towards the end of January. We are already, we have spring in our sights already. And I'll tell you, the business is already on fire for the year 20. I mean, we started off the year, people calling us up. I never seen anything like it. It's absolutely amazing. We started off the year, people saying, what should I do about this? This problem, can you advise for this? And yes, we want to have those conversations. Of course, we want to have those conversations. We're in the business of building wealth for our clients. People want to know your professional opinion about painting a home and should I paint or not? That quandary, should I build onto the house or not? Should I remodel my existing kitchen or not? These are hard questions. That's why they're coming to you and asking. This is how you build your business through integrity because you're gaining credit you're showing your credibility and gaining trust with your client this is incredible to do this is how you know you're going to have repeat business the goal is if you're starting today that in three years you have half of your business coming back and repeat business or at least a good start towards your the repeat business coming back to you in about three years. But you have to start today with credibility and giving people the real answers. If you simply give people those answers that they want to hear, they're going to know that. People can see through that thin veil. I have gained more clients long-term by giving them what I would call the hard advice. That's the advice I knew they didn't necessarily want to hear, but it needed to be said. And you can say it kindly. You don't have to just throw it down their throat. You can say it kindly. And this is exactly how we help you in our coaching programs is building your long-term business. First, we get you going with clients. Everybody needs clients today, but then you also need long-term returning business because returning business is the easiest business you'll ever have. The toughest business you'll ever have is the person you don't know that you're going to talk to today. That's hard. That's the hardest business you'll ever have. But we're, we are sales professionals, and this is exactly what we do. I'm your real estate guru. This is Real Estate Daily. And our question today was paint or not paint? Should I paint my house? And of course, the answer is it depends, but it depends on the factors we talked about today in the show. I'll see you on the show tomorrow.